0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees, phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due to $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Mobile.com. Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Patrick is back today. Uh, I no longer have to sit here by myself in a lonely room for 10 minutes and try to drink beer while talking about it at the same time. It's very difficult.
1: I know. I haven't listened to it yet, but I was going to because I was out of town, but I wanted to listen to it because I was like, what was that like?
0: Well, I did a little editing. A little. Yeah. Because what happened was I only did a beer of the week. It was only 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And... I I was like, I was sitting there, I was talking, I've done solo things in radio before, so it's not the hardest thing in the world for me, but I was doing it and it was fine. And then I realized, oh my God, I need to try this beer and then talk about it. So not only do I have to take a sip, Mm, mm, I have mm. to think about it and then talk. So when we're together, usually when I take a sip, you're talking and then we can go back and forth and that's how we share it and it's fine. Uh, So what I did was I even, I was like, look, I'm about to take a sip. No one else is here, so get ready for some silence. (laughs) And uh, if you looked at the waveform on Audition, which is the program we record this in, it was about 15 seconds of nothing. And at the end of the episode, I went, I'm going to go ahead and trim that. I trimmed it to like five seconds because I didn't want to make it unrealistic. Like I did take a sip and take a break, but I didn't want just 20 seconds of silence. The FCC is not down with that dead air. Well, not that the FCC is following this podcast, (laughs) but yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, And then I had to do it later. Again, because I took another sip and this time I was really trying to figure out flavors and it was like 30 seconds of just like Hmm. Hmm. And I was like, this Ooh. is really Ooh. stupid <laughs> podcasting So I cut a lot of that out and it, hopefully it didn't sound quite as stupid to you guys as it felt to me doing it But uh, it was a really interesting beer I drank a beer that was made with glazed donuts from evil twin brewing in Brooklyn and I saw Super like dark beer with glazed donuts. I'm like, yep I'm gonna do this since Patrick is not here it was Ooh. really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, really sweet. Good call on that one. I figured you wouldn't like it, but uh, it would have been, been worth a try because well, it yeah. was interesting and different.
1: Everything is always worth a try.
0: Yes. Um, so on the podcast this week, we will be doing a topic that we have been talking about for months about that we would do it. And now we're going to finally do it. We're going to talk about beer apps and rating beer. And we're not going to have the guests that we promised on because of uh, unfortunate circumstances. But uh, we will not have a guest. We will just talk about it ourselves. And both of us do not necessarily use the beer rating apps, but we have had experience with using the websites that they are on and seen people who have used them. So we will talk about all that. So that will be on the podcast this week. You can find us basically everywhere Apple podcast Google play radio.com stitcher Omni attending the fan.com social media I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter Patrick's at that' 0 on Instagram and then the beers on us page is instagram.com slash beers on us and uh I've seen you guys sending some direct messages to us there and and sending pictures, which is really, really appreciated. One of our listeners, RJ, sent us a 20% beer that he got. And I was like, oh my god.
1: Holy goodness.
0: 20%? Yikes, bikes. This is four loco in a a can, (laughs) just in a beer. Uh, So that was really, really cool to see. So keep sending those our way. Appreciate it. And wherever you find us, if you have yet to do so, if you can leave us a rating, uh, subscribe if you haven't, or even leave us a little review, it helps uh, just kind of if people look, stumble up across the podcast and see good reviews, it helps us out, get get listeners and stuff. So um, that's really great. And then we do have a new thing that we're we're toying with. It's not going to start this week, but it is something that we are interested in doing. And it was a recommendation from a family member is we are thinking about recording the podcast on video and then posting it to YouTube. If that is something that intrigues you, that's just another avenue to consume the podcast so uh that'll probably start in the next month or so uh maybe even next week if we can if we can get it all set up in time uh it's not going to be necessarily every single episode uh it might be we just haven't decided yet but we've just been talking about that as an idea to to kind of just give more ways for the podcast to get out there outside of just listening
1: yeah i think it could be something really cool plus i mean you can actually see I don't know, I guess how we do this.
0: Yeah, and you can see the beers that we're drinking. You
1: can, can actually see the beers we're drinking. You we can show you the labels and the color and... And stuff like that, and uh, you can see our ugly faces, or our beautiful faces, whichever you think. Beautiful. That'd be great if someone listened to this and were like, these guys gotta be ugly, and then they watch the video and they're like, oh,
0: not bad. Yeah, not great. (laughs) But I'm not screaming. Yeah. My children stopped crying. We're good. My eyes have been open the entire time. (laughs) I don't need to wash them out with bleach afterwards. Yeah, Uh, so
1: I think that could be a little fun. Plus, you can kind of see, I mean, we're pretty fortunate um, for most kind of, you know, like independent I don't want to say amateur because, you know, I think you and I have enough experience in, you know, media of this sort that it's we don't feel like amateur. But that kind of independent podcast, like we're pretty lucky to have the kind of setup we do. And I think you guys probably noticed that in production quality. Mike does most of the heavy lifting on that side uh, just to kind of see, you know, that we're actually in a real studio. With real microphones with real microphones
0: really old but a working board yep uh, and a really old room that is tiny So you can see the closet that we record this podcast in Um, So let's get into beer. No, let's get into our weekend beer There you go before beer rating see I'm out of practice. I didn't have someone to do it with me last week I was just talking for ten minutes and I'm peeling everywhere sexy sorry can't wait for that to be on youtube <laughs> as you lift up your shirt and rub your tattoo peels all over the video uh, camera sunshine um so i will start because my weekend beer was very interesting i was in victoria british columbia this past weekend with my family i had never been there before i've actually never been to western canada before i've actually only been to canada once i went to montreal back when i was a kid so Ooh, i want to go there it was uh we'll the eat food in first montreal. time in a very long time that i've been to canada And I only went there because my brother-in-law and sister-in-law had stopped for one day on a cruise on the way back from an Alaska cruise. And they were like, this place is really cool. We should go back. So we did a family vacation there. We were there for two nights and two and a half days because we left in the afternoon to the last day on the ferry. And beer-wise, I will say I was very impressed. I did not know what to expect. I did not do any research going in. I just figured craft beer is exploding enough now that there will be craft beer there. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the hop-on, hop-off sightseeing bus tour, I found out that it is the craft beer capital of Canada.
1: Which makes sense. Regionally, you know, the the hops are right there.
0: Yep, northwest, Mm -hmm. you know, same kind of vibe as Seattle and Portland and Bend and all these cities. So it made sense, but the beer was actually really good. Uh, My favorite brewery that I had there was called Driftwood Brewing. I had a Fat Tug IPA from them, which is, I think, their flagship beer. And I believe I had a a dark, some sort of a brown ale from them. I can't remember exactly what it was because, like an idiot, I didn't take any pictures or write any notes. I was <laughs> like, I'll remember all these things. I'll we'll
1: remember this. I do that all
0: the time. I also didn't remember it. Uh, but Driftwood Brewing, I remember the Fat Tug IPA. That was really good. It was, uh, it was surprisingly West Coast IPA-ish, which I was not expecting mm. from a place that I didn't know at the time that I had that one was the craft beer capital of Canada. Uh, I also had Hoyne Brewing, which uh, my wife bought for me in some bottles because uh, we rented a house with the family, so they went food shopping, and I did not go to the supermarket. They went and got the stuff themselves. So I got Hoyne Brewing, which had a Dark Matter, which was like a, it was a Porter Stout. She said it said Porter Stout combo on the on the supermarket shelf. Interesting, which I had never heard of before. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it was interesting if you see i I took a picture of it on the beers on his instagram page it is not dark like a stout but it's almost like two-toned it's almost got an interesting color palette to it it was really good it was really it was good depth of flavor in there that i really enjoyed and she also got me another beer from i believe it's called phillips brewing and i'm going to double check here while i'm talking uh yes phillips brewing called tiger shark which uh, she got because Crazy she, she loves sharks, so she got that for me. And that was just a Citra Pale Ale, and it was a Citra Pale Ale. Nice. Not bad. Uh I should say not bad. It was good. Like I, when I open a beer like this and I have no idea what it is, I'm like, please don't be bad. Please don't be. Pla-. <gasps> please, it, please, please. It please. was not bad. It tasted like a Citra Pale and it was good. And that was a gift to you from your sister in law. No, it was. Or uh, she grabbed it for you. My wife did. Yeah. Oh, your wife did. And then there's I... the color of the porter stout. That is strange. It's almost like a black and tan. It is, but it was in it was in the bottle. Interesting. It was good. I enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. I'll... Also a really cool bottle. That is a cool bottle. Um, I'm I'm always really concerned when you know someone's like. I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me. And hopefully none of you are listening to this right now. And if you are, cover your ears or learn some serious truths. It is so scary when someone's like, hey, I tried this beer. I think it's really great. I got you one here. What do you think? And you're like, oh, man, this beer is disgusting. It's great. Nice choice, dude. Oh, I can't wait to finish this beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's happened to me. People are like, dude, you got to try this beer. You got to go to this brewery, man. This beer is so great. And I get there and you're like, oh, maybe not.
0: Do you have to lie about it? You don't have to. You can Whoa. just say, "Hey, man, sorry, it's just not for me." Like I, th- I found some stuff that was pretty good, but beyond that, you know, I you, guess, en- you do you, boo. You enjoy it. I'll, I'll do me.
1: Yeah, I guess people don't re- don't react to it as well.
0: Well, that's their own fault.
1: Sounds it's, like a yp. Yeah,
0: that's that's a you that's a you problem. Yeah, not a not a me problem. Not a me problem because we are allowed to like and have different tastes. We are. We're allowed to like different things and have different tastes. So, yeah, that was my weekend beer. If you've never been to Victoria, Canada, uh, really beautiful place. It reminds me a lot of a Northwest city, but with really cool kind of classic old British Victorian vibes to it. And uh, it was a British colony. So there is a lot of that history that is there. And it's gorgeous. Water views everywhere. And if you went further up the island, there's mountains. And it's the only thing is there's no roads connecting it. So you got to take a ferry. Or a seaplane, or they might have a regular airport there, too. I don't know. It but is an island. Yes, it is an island without a bridge. You cannot get there from road. No bridge. So, uh, cool place. And the weather is apparently amazing. In the summer, the average temperature is 65. In the winter, the average temperature is 50. Ooh. And it I can re- dig that. It rains less than Seattle, Portland, Vancouver combined. Not combined, but all.
1: I'm not interested in that. I like the rain.
0: Well, it's like 20 inches a year, not like 40. So. I like 40. It's comfortable.
1: Could use rain right now.
0: Yeah, it's the summer. Let's enjoy it while it's here.
1: I suppose that's true. Uh, my week in beer, it's actually like my two weeks in beer because I was gone on a rafting trip for a while. Um, I drank uh, a lot of Stay West IPA from Breakside and a lot of Vicious Mosquito IPA from Sun River um, just because that was the really the only decent option at the small little stores uh, in the town I was near. Uh, They were a little older Vicious Mosquitoes, so they weren't primo, but uh, we dealt with it. Made it happen. Drank a decent amount of that. Not really a whole lot. I got some cool stuff that I'm going to do this weekend. There's, um, well, yesterday I went to Wayfinder. Wayfinder just released a collab with Breakside, a double dry hopped hazy West Coast IPA with, I believe it was,
0: Eldorado and Galaxy. I don't understand. What? What? hazy west coast double dry like what is the flavor i don't understand
1: i think it's like a it's it's like it's got because i just had one i tried to like crash course myself so i was just kind of in and out yesterday uh i tasted it it's like it's got the softness and the pillowiness that a hazy ipa would have um but great hop character and you know not not as much as i personally like but enough bitterness to kind of say, I see the West Coast influence. So if you're down around Wayfinder, check that out. I think Breakside Deacom, and Milwaukee are going to pour some of that beer over the weekend as well. Um, but what I'm really excited for is tomorrow I'm going to go. I never go to this place, especially on a Friday because there's way too many bros that go there. But I'm going to go to Prost tomorrow. They have their Bitburger Challenge, which I think a lot of a lot of the local breweries have made Pilsner's. To put in and kind of like see which one's the best Pilsner, but I guess some of the real real high high up brass from Bitburger will be in Germany will be here at there and I'm just kind of excited to, I don't know, rub elbows with some super famous
0: maybe people. Maybe network a little bit. Or... Yeah,
1: maybe just kind of say hi to some, you know, one of the oldest breweries in the world, one of the most recognized breweries in in, in, in not just America, but in the entire world.
0: Also, I drove past two weeks ago Um. What is the name of the German brewery that's opening in the old Burnside spot? Mickler. yeah, McK- McKeller, Mickler, McKeller.
1: Nobody knows how to say this. I think they're 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 not
0: German. They're Swedish. Okay, I think they might officially be in the building. Oh, cool. I think it was. I just drove by. I didn't yeah. stop there. They're but not it, the
1: pop up anymore.
0: It appeared as if there was nothing but the building and the sign. So, if that's a place that you're interested in trying, give it a go. Yeah. All right. Cool. Want to get into the actual episode here?
1: Let's do it.
0: So beer rating. This is something that I do not do personally. Neither I know do I. You do not do it personally either. Um, it is it is a world that I have seen, but a world that I don't necessarily understand. Because it, 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 it seems to have taken on a life of its own. So we'll start with the basics. There are a couple of sites that you can use that you can sign up for. And you can either without... You don't even have to sign up. You can just research beers and find them. Uh, untapped is one of them. You said Beer Advocate is one of them. Beer is, Advocate,
1: I would say, is probably the big one.
0: And then what's the last one? Rate Beer. Rate
1: Beer. Ratebeer.com. Um,
0: I've probably seen Beer Advocate and Untap the most. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've stumbled across Rate Beer without realizing it. Mm-hmm. So if you go on those sites, basically what you can do is you can... They've got like every beer ever made in their system, and you can type it in and give it a rating and give it a review. And there you go. And that's, that's great. I just... You said there's so much more like tentacles to it outside of just like the basic rating system. Yeah, right? well, I think yeah, I think you know, Beer Advocate. I I don't know who's first, but i
1: I would I would assume it's Beer Advocate that was first, just because they seem to be the more prominent. They seem to be a lot a, a lot bigger player in the craft beer scene. I mean, like they they sponsor events, and you know they do they help with Craft Beer Week and or Craft Brewers Conference and and all this kind of stuff. So they have their hands kind of dipped in everything. I think they are kind of the more respected, not that the others are disrespected, but I think it is the more legitimate of them. So they're they're really deeply invested into the beer community. Now, what you can do is, yeah, you can, like you said, you can post pictures, you can give it a rating, you can write a little descriptor of it. One thing that is cool about it is, you know, if you work in a bottle shop or a tap room, and you get a beer on from a brewery that doesn't currently have it on tap at their website, you might not know where to get these specs on it. So a lot of times you can jump on Beer Advocate untapped and you can see, oh, West Coast IPA featuring grapefruit notes and prominently hopped with Galaxy. And that's like, oh, that's good enough to go off of something you can, you know, a little blurb you can give your your customers about. Um, so there, those are kind of the other things there, there are also some other things that stem from it as well. I mean, especially with like untapped, I think you get, I think you can get little like awards and badges and things you can win for trying an X amount of beers or from this certain brewery, or you've rated this many, or you've seen this many States, stuff like that. That's kind of created like a game for people. Um, so there's all sorts of different ways. It's basically just built to be like an online database of all the beers you have ever had. And I think that's its main purpose. I think that's what some people use it for is to keep track of how many beers they've had from, you know, brewery X or just beers in general, or what was that beer I had on that Colorado trip two years ago? Ooh, I'll check untapped.
0: I think the only time I've really used it with any real purpose is if I'm at a supermarket and I'm looking at a can that I don't that doesn't have the best descriptive terms on it. Mm -hmm. Like it might just be a can that says like IPA and it has no description of anything at all. And I'm like, am I going to get a hazy or am I going to get a regular IPA? And then I look it up and uh, unless it's on their website, which the brewery's website, which it is sometimes, I will often go to Beer Advocate or Untapped or whatever the first thing that pops up and read about it to try to get a gauge of what type of beer it is that I'm getting. Uh, The only problem I've had with that is that generally the reviews suck. (laughs) They have no information. Yeah. And there's very few pictures that I've seen. When I quickly – when I'm standing in front and there's people behind – I'm, like, blocking a, a shelf trying to look up the beer really quick, I can't just quickly see a picture and a rating and go. I got to, like, really dig in because it feels like most people are just, like, good beer, three stars. Yep. Really like this beer, four stars. Right. Boo, one star. <laughs> and you're like, I thanks, this is super helpful. Well, I think you I think you used the word
1: earlier the best. And I think when you look at these, you just have to kind of use them as a gauge. Um You got to remember, it's open to anybody, you know, and guilty as charged. None of us have, you know, I would venture to say that 99.9% of the users of these sites are not professionally trained beer judges. So seems it,
0: like a fair number. So it could. So although I bet you ninety nine point nine percent of them think they're professional beer truth, judges.
1: Truth. So like guilty as charged. I am in no way, shape, or form near you know a high level beer judge. I think I've drank beer long enough, and I think I got a a good idea as far as like a consumer is concerned. But you know I'm not judging GABF next week. Um, it should be. So so I think. I think part of it allows you yeah, you just gotta kinda gauge it and remember that this is just Joe from Indiana who's had who finally got his hands on some Pliny the Elder but it's, you know, three months old and starting to oxidize and but he because it says Pliny the Elder, he's like, Whoa, this beer's amazing, you know, ten out of ten, five stars. So I think it's just it's more I think you're using it the best route to just kind of give yourself an idea um of what you're getting into.
0: The the competition slash game part of it is interesting to me, and as someone who is very competitive and likes games a lot, uh, I feel like that would be something that would draw me in to use it, but yet, to me, it doesn't sound interesting. Like, I don't... Maybe it's just the type of beer drinker I am. I don't necessarily care about listing all the beers that I've had. Like, if I tried a beer, Cool i'll have it again if i liked it right right i don't need to i don't need to prove to anybody how many craft beers i've had or at least i don't feel like i have to do that to get in on this game or this competition that that some of these apps and sites are using and i wonder if that's a bad thing for people to have the competition side of it because i wonder if that takes away a bit of the the joy of drinking craft beer and you're just trying to Get badges, you know.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's that's what's tricky about it. Um, I I I as well don't don't do these, and I have I don't really need to know. Um, because lots of times, lots of times, like if I'm at a if I'm at a beer bar, and I look up at the board, and there's you know Von Ebert's volatile substance, which is a beer I've really enjoyed lately. Um, if I don't see that beer for seven months, and I look up there, and I kind of see it, and I I go. Volatile substance. Gosh, that sounds familiar. Is have I had that? You know, hey, keep. can I just get a little sample? Get a little taste? Or just dive in. I don't think I need to personally like look back and see if I enjoyed that beer.
0: I do wonder, too, if that would actually make you not drink a beer you like because, like, oh, I already had it, I gotta try something different, right? See,
1: and that's what I think it, I that's what I think this this breeds. And I think it's a dangerous thing because instead of just choosing you're choosing quantity over quality and it's like, well, yeah, I've had that volatile substance multiple times. I don't need to have it again. I'll take a flyer on this brewery. I've never heard of IPA. That's not very good just to be able to click off another thing.
0: Although sometimes this is me as a consumer. If I see a brewery, I've never heard of at a bottle shop or tap room that I trust. I will for sure. Try that. Mm -hmm. I will look at it and go, I don't know what that is. Let's sure. give it a go. Why not? And uh, I I mean, assuming I'm there for a little bit, I can then go and have the old reliable that I've had again. Mm-hmm. But it's not for me to like tick off a number. It's like, that's interesting. I like to try new things. Let's try that.
1: Yeah. I also I also like to think people, you know, people really just kind of like to keep records of stuff. I mean, there there is a band that I see frequently that um, has an app that you can plug in every show you've ever been to, and it has their set list on that for each show, and it will tell you you have seen this song 11 out of the 24 times you've seen this band. That's fine, And that's kind of cool because you can kind of look at it and you can kind of say, okay, well, there's a 50% chance I'm going to see this song when I go to see this band. It doesn't mean anything. The band's not changing the playlist they're playing, and you're not changing the experience necessarily, but it is kind of cool to see that. And, you know, I think one good example, I've I've got a, a regular that comes in the Milwaukee Taproom who uses who uses Untapped, you know, and he'll sit there and he'll have a pint of any new beer. He'll have whatever you know the the largest serving would be. If it's barrel aged, it's going to be ten ounce. If it's normal styles, uh, it's going to be a sixteen ounce. And he'll just have it and he'll decide for himself if he likes it. And he plugs it in, but I think he likes Breakside so much that he's able, it's like a talking point for him. He's able to say, you know, hey, I've had 200 Breakside beers. And, hey, Patrick, do you remember this beer? Oh, I do. Wasn't that a good beer? That was. da 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 da, da. And So I think there is some kind of fun. Bro! Yeah. Bro! Bro! And I can't stop saying bro, bro. Bro. <laughs> um, I, I do think there are some fun aspects to it. I think that's one of them, that if you, you know, I'm obsessed with this brewery that I've had three beers from uh, in Asheville, North Carolina called Highwire. I don't even know if they make good beer still, but I just... You don't
0: even know if they make good beer generally. You just have three beers that you like to
1: watch. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just really excited. And now it's like they're one of my favorite breweries in America, even though I've only had them once. But, you know, I can go on, I can, you know, I follow them on Instagram so I can see, you know, if they have new beers out. And it is nice to kind of jump on and see what the general consensus is. I just think, like we were saying earlier, you just got to be careful. You know, there's going to be a brewery out there, you know, that, you know, a bunch of people you know coin for like holy mountain gets gets so much street cred in like the black market trading aspect like this beer is absolutely phenomenal you know every beer is a nine or a four four and a half star and you know i've been a little underwhelmed by that brewery um but because there's this like push on these rate sites that this brewery is fantastic and amazing um can kind of push the envelope and kind of uh push the agenda for some things as well
0: right we've talked about this at some point in the in the last 55 episodes or whatever it's been where sometimes the marketing of the brewery is more important than the actual beer itself right if you market really well and people from across the country get a hold of that mm-hmm. you will sell a boatload of beer right because people want to try it based on the buzz around it and i think this is with all things not just beer this is with movies it's with tv shows it's with food it's with restaurants if you hear buzz about a place, I think that a lot of people naturally will think it's better than it is mm-hmm. or even better than they would give it credit for normally because of the buzz. Right. That's not always the case. Not everyone is like that. But I think a lot of people are just like, oh, my God, I finally made it to Screen Door. And I think Screen Door is amazing. But right. like, if Screen Door was good but not great— and all of it everyone's like three doors amazing oh my god i finally mm-hmm. made it it's a three hour wait and it was the best thing ever and it's actually just like solid breakfast food then that's a disservice to people who are coming after that you know Ag-
1: agreed i mean i think i mean know our our local example and i want to i want to f- carefully phrase this because i don't want to sound like i'm taking a shot at them but uh, you know the local example would be great Notion. You know, so many people that are coming into Portland are like, "Oh man, I gotta try Great Notion. I gotta go to Great Notion." You know what? Which location should I go to? Which beer is the best? And you're kind of... and a lot of us Portland drinkers are kind of like, "I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really go there that often." You know, I'm more of like a Von Eber, Wayfinder, Barrel Lake, Breakside kind of kid. Culmination. Um, so I don't really know. To where the beer advocate, the Untapped which feeds into the black market is kind of what I'm getting to have blown up the image of this brewery that isn't necessarily true within town. I mean, I think they do great business in town for locals. I think they're doing well with locals, but outside of town, I mean,
0: they're probably, their
1: reputation is just like legendary around America.
0: I feel like they're probably like a top three or four Portland brewery in the country in terms of who, Like being known.
1: Yeah. Of like of the 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 beer nerd, the the rape beer kind of person that's like I live in, you know, Sheboygan and I am gonna visit Portland and you damn right I'm going to Great Notion. Yeah. Sort of thing. To where, you know, if someone asks me where to go in Portland, you know, Great Notion might be on my list, but there's probably four or five more ahead of them. Which Makes is sense. all kind of stemmed, I think, stemmed from some of that untapped rate because somebody said, oh, man, Juice Jr., I gave this a 9.4 for Hazy's on Beer Advocate. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, whoa, what's this great note? Whoa, what's it? What's it? What's it? And then, boom, it explodes.
0: So I would say, in conclusion, as we wrap up our essay, uh, remember you in your little essays in school, it'd be like, in conclusion, and you write the largest last paragraph ever so that you get to four pages. (laughs) Uh, In conclusion, there are pluses and minuses to the beer rating sites and apps. Mm -hmm. Um, I am a little bit worried about the negatives outgrowing the positives if it continues to push the way it is where people are just competing to drink as many beers as they can because I feel like you're then not drinking the beer for the beer, you're drinking the beer for the number. Exactly. And that's... In my opinion, not great. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But I think you're selling yourself short on having a lot of good beer by just trying to drink as many as you can in terms of numbers yeah. and not just sitting there and enjoying good beer and going back to beers that you've enjoyed because you're you're not gonna you're not gonna have the same experience. Yeah, because then you're just compiling
1: stats. We were saying this we were talking about this, you know. Do you wanna be Russell Westbrook or do you wanna be Steph Curry? I'd rather be Steph Curry and win titles. Okay, I shoot a lot of threes. That's what I do. I like IPAs, but I don't need to I don't need to create this fake triple-double just for the sake of having stats. So I think it's easier stick to stick to your guns, like what you like, and it's okay to repeat and drink the same beers, but you know, it's all it's also cool. I mean, if again, you know, to give a shout out to my buddy Bob who, you know, who's had over 200 Breakside beers, you know. He loves them all. And he'll go back and be like, "Oh, I had that once, Yeah, I'll do that again, so there is some plus, but I'm with you. I think take it with a grain of salt if you are one that uses it and you write reviews, spend a little time, you know, put a little extra effort into it because some of us out here are actually kind of relying on that for a little bit of information
0: I would agree, and it's we don't what you know. I'm saying is not a judgment to anybody who uses the app, so please don't take it as that know i I've never used it, so I can't properly judge yes or no and say like this is good or bad i've only gone to the site and used it for my own way but i've never actually participated in the reviewing of it but i think that's a great point is if you're on the site help other people out with your reviews yeah like try to be as honest and open and descriptive and put a picture in there if you can because that helps everybody yeah i would say if
1: you don't like the beer or if you like the beer leave that at the end but throw some descriptors at us you know Clear IPA, can says it's using this hop, this hop, and this hop. Um, low carbonation, medium carbonation. And then you can say, I didn't really care for this beer. Right. Three stars.
0: Or you can even, and maybe this is, I don't know if this is frowned upon or something in that community, but give a comparison beer. Like, oh, hey, yeah. this is similar to this. Mm, I like or, that idea. Or this reminds me of when I first drank this beer. Because that, for anybody who is in the craft beer world, world They've had a lot of other of those other beers. You're probably going to reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's a chance that they haven't, but it would just help. Right. Just, that's what I would say. So, yeah. One last little fun little trivia for you. Maybe get to four and a half pages on our <laughs> essay. Let's do it. <laughs> what um,
1: what was the first ever and one of the only ever beers to score 100 on Beer Advocate? This is the first to ever first. get a hundred out of a hundred on Beer Advocate.
0: Sierra Nevada Pale Ale.
1: Oh, I wish.
0: I wish. It's not that. Whoa. Thank you. I was just waiting for the whoa. <laughs> I, I was using that as a natural way to put it in. Right so is State. It, wait, what was it? Right State. What? Correct State. Oh. Oh, I thought you were saying that was the name of the beer. I was like, no. What?
1: No, no, no. It was uh, not Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale.
0: Um, hmm.
1: Same, same uh, kind of region of the state as well. Interesting. What was it? It is a very, very famous beer known as Pliny the Elder ah, from course. Russian River. Uh, of course. Yeah. Yes. It was the first ever, if if I'm not mistaken, was the first ever 100 out of 100 on Beer Advocate, thus blowing up the popularity and the legend that is Pliny the Elder.
0: And Pliny the Elder lives up to the legend. It does. In fantastic beer. In my opinion. And I've been to Russian River once. And, it was, and it was great. Great. Good food. Mm-hmm. The line was insane. But it was good food and good beer.
1: Pays to know some people.
0: Yes, it does. always <laughs> does. Also, Planet of the Younger was on tap when I was there, and that was a lot of fun. That's really good, too. All right, let's get into our Beer of the Week next. This is Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. And the beer in front of us is a brewery that we are quite familiar with at this point. This is a why oh why, why am I saying that weird a wayfinder beer <laughs> why why, why finder wayfinder a wayfinder beer and it is made exclusively as it says on the can for new seasons market Holla! Uh, that is my go to uh expensive supermarket that I go to mm-hmm. and it is called party time pilsner and it is feast edition so i'm assuming this is donating to something
1: yep it's part of feast portland um Let's see. It was brewed by Wayfinder with a portion of proceeds benefiting... Benefiting? Benefiting hunger... We
0: speak for a living or something.
1: Benefiting hunger-free Oregon and Urban Gleaners. Urban Gleaners? I don't know what that means. It says
0: gleaners. It does. I thought it was going to be cleaners, and that made even less sense Urban Gleaners PDX. I don't know.
1: But it's the feast edition. I think they're trying to do a good thing here. So hopefully they make good beer. I'm joking. We had this. I had this beer yesterday. We both
0: drank this yesterday, yes. But we I felt both said, be, "You know what? Let's make that our beer of the week. It's really good." <laughs> yeah,
1: these guys make great beer. I mean, this, you know, I was down there yesterday real quick to just kind of pick up some of that uh try some of that double dry hopped IPA just cuz we were going to put it on draft and I always like I was like sampling. I always like truly sitting down and drinking a beer before trying to sell it or convince my staff to sell it. When you've just had a little three ounce taste, you know, I, I, I like a little more than that. Yeah. Uh, I also just
0: discovered that the glasses we use are not exactly a pint because, uh, five 500 milliliters. Because so I tried to pour this in and it was like, nope, not, not going to the top. Do you not remember our glassware episode? I do remember our glassware episode. This
1: is a shaker pint. Ah, okay. I know we really need to get glassware in here.
0: Like yeah. some good
1: glassware, especially if we're drinking Wayfinder beer.
0: We do have those two ones that we got. For uh, like Belgian beers that are sitting yeah, at my desk. Yeah, we have
1: the 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 snifters, the glass goblets. Yeah, the goblets the thick that's what glass. They are. Yeah, but we should get uh we should get uh some true like pilsner glasses in here. Ooh yeah. If anybody would like to donate those, we need two each. Of of any type of glass. Of any type of glassware. We need Pilsner glasses. We do need some like true Wally Beckers. I have a bunch of those at home where I can just pick up some breakside stuff. Um and some mug steins. Some half
0: liters, so some this crushing was, Krispies, bro. This was a uh, this was a one sip and then finish the fill of the yeah, can. <laughs> yeah,
1: sounds about right. It's like fifteen ounces to the top.
0: So, as we've talked about probably about fifteen times in the podcast at this point, pilsners are a style of beer that I am slowly falling more in love with as we have continued in the podcast. I used to pretty strongly dislike pilsners. Mm-hmm. I just kind of thought. There was some sort of flavor in them I didn't enjoy. Maybe I was just having bad ones, I don't know. Um, And then as we've done this and you've introduced me to better Pilsners, I found myself trying them more and more on my own. And this one is so clean Mm -hmm. and so refreshing and it has no weird, in my opinion, weird aftertaste that sometimes Pilsners have at the back end. It's like the cleanest, this is one of the cleanest Pilsners I've had in a very long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with you. It's it's funny, like, I think this podcast has done a lot for us in the Pilsner world, because I'm not usually a big Pilsner drinker myself, but I know that Pilsner is, you know, obviously one of the one of the most popular, if not the most popular style of beer in the world, that we should probably, you know, continue to push ourselves and taste different ones and try different things. I think Tasting Room episodes have really helped us with these as well. Um, what I really like about this Pilsner, and what, it, which is kind of what steers me away from some other Pilsners, is the, like, bready, doughy malt character is a little lower on this one. And I dig that. It's a little crisper, a little brighter.
0: There is there is obviously think, a breadiness to it because it's a Pilsner. But yeah,
1: but it's— You're right. It's not heavy in yeah, there. Yeah, some of those are—it's really accentuated, and it just kind of gets a little flabby to me, and I'm kind of not really interested in that in that kind of beer but this one I really like this one I I I think the hop character is nice in it albeit subtle um and I think the finish is what is what is really screaming at me about this beer you nailed it I mean I think this beer is super clean um I think it goes down easy it's so bright and I mean it's probably pretty fresh too so that helps but I think this I think this beer fires on all cylinders
0: there are stamps on the bottom I cannot read what they say they're smooshed
1: Canned August sixth, is what mine says.
0: Look at my, mine is August very smooshed.
1: Yours is very smooshed, which is funny because mine's all spread out.
0: Can you see that? <laughs> uh oh yeah, yours is super easy to read. Uh so yeah, so that's what, seven days ago or something? So yeah. Uh, that's math it's nine days ago mike um <laughs> this i don't is, know
1: what the date is so you were on your own on that one
0: <laughs> this is uh i think i've now said this like three or four different times this is now my new favorite pilsner that we've had on the podcast because it's and i like the bready malty aspect to them because i like malt and i like bread because bread's delicious mm. and uh i like bread as my mom always says it's a butter delivery system <laughs> 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 uh but this is uh this is easily crushable, mm-hmm. but don't crush it because it tastes really good. Yeah, savor it. Enjoy it. Why does Wayfinder make everything amazing? I don't understand. Kevin, you
1: know, the head brewmaster over there, Kevin, Kevin does some really cool stuff. He's a lager guy. You know, he likes, you know, as Natalie Baldwin always likes to say, he likes to make yellow beer. Um, and, you know, he comes from Chuckanut, and those guys make fantastic beer as well. Ooh, there's uh, some Chuckanut rolling around through town as well this weekend, so keep your eyes out for that. Those guys make fantastic loggers as well. Um so I think it's just it's pedigree and it's his care and his passion and you know he's got that beautiful brew system down there on Produce Row at Wayfinder and you know I th- I think he's come at the right time and all you crispy boys out there can uh, can can enjoy this stuff.
0: It is quite good. And uh dare I say that I'm becoming a fringe crispy boy with how much I'm enjoying these light <laughs> beers all of a sudden
1: it, it's it's great uh I think I think it couldn't have hit Portland at a better time or just the Oregon Northwest market in general that loggers are meant to be enjoyed they're meant to be crafted they're meant to be played with um
0: yeah just just gonna throw this out there and if you want to be brewers out there interested in making a predominantly dark beer brewery. <laughs> That would be something that I think right place, right time. There's not many of those options in the city. And you would have a customer in me quite frequently. So uh just could throw that uh, out there. Can you open it in uh, West Beaverton too? Yeah, there's a great restaurant spot that's currently available. That's been available for a long time. It's on a lake, uh, a man-made lake that has fountains. It is on two major intersections. It's close to where I live and I could probably walk there. And if you'd like to open it there, feel free. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, but yeah, so there's our uh, there's our beer of the week. It is Party Time Pilsner from Wayfinder. What was that like our fourth Wayfinder beer of the week that we've done at yeah, this point? Yeah, and we try to mix it up. But I mean, it's it's good stuff. Well, <laughs> this is like one of those where it's a new release for a cool that, event. Yeah, that's kind of why it's I got a little it's it. a little different than just like hey, let's get a unique different brewery in here. It's like okay, like when I brought in the what was it the the Chicho the Mm. the black lager like that was let's get a cool new brewery in here that I've heard of yeah and it was really good actually this is like let's get a brewery we've heard of that's really good because they have a cool event going on with this beer I did get some
1: feedback on that brewery on Chicho yeah um my boss lives in McMinnville and he's been there before multiple times he says the food is incredible really says the food is super good
0: all right so we're gonna go down to Salem
1: apparently we're going down to Salem (laughs) all right
0: (laughs) and all of you Salemites listening that'll happen at some point in the future I mean. You've been listening long enough. You know that our teas is sometimes stretched for months, but that will happen or a year or a year. <laughs> uh, looking at you, uh, Corvallis, <clears throat> uh, Block Fifteen.
1: <clears throat> I uh, one last thing. When I was there, so somebody, ah! somebody told me. Somebody told me at Wayfinder. I didn't look at the menu. I didn't see them, but um, uh, I was just told that they have carne asada fries at where at Wayfinder. Oh. Which make me think, like, nachos, but on fries?
0: Yeah. They use the fries instead of the chips. Yeah. And they put the carne asada and... And all the goodies. Sour cream and something on there and deliciousness and some spices and some jalapenos and jalas.
1: I will crush some crispies at Wayfinder with you, brah, if we have some of those.
0: I also saw the picture you posted on our podcast page of whatever the hell that delicious thing was, the nachos that you had.
1: Oh, the, uh... The poke nachos at Breakside Deacon. Are you
0: effing kidding me? back, girl, ain't no back, girl.
1: Yeah, man, that stuff is legit. I was supposed to take a picture before I started eating, but they sat down and I started eating.
0: That's actually very unlike you. I would have been surprised. I was like, nom, 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 I need this. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we're not 100% sure next week. It might be our next style episode. Uh, we've we've gone a little bit since doing that. We also have an interesting idea for our next tasting room. And actually, I'll just tell you, and you can give us ideas if you'd like. The next tasting room we're going to do is uh, beers that we haven't had in a while that we're going to have again to see if they taste different than we, we remember them tasting.
1: I.e. Total Domination.
0: Yes. This, this spawned because... Uh, My wife went food shopping without me one weekend, and I was like, hey, I just need a six-pack of beer, and she got me inversion IPA from Deschutes, which I have not had in like six years, and I was like, okay, cool. I didn't even know they still made it. Like, I like Deschutes a lot. Like, I'll have it, of course. Drank it. I was like, this tastes way different than I remember tasting, and I was like, that's an idea for the podcast. So if you have any suggestions of beers that, maybe not OG beers necessarily, but kind of beers that have been around for a while that maybe we haven't had for a while or maybe you haven't had for a long time throw those at us on our various social media pages at beers on us on instagram uh, patrick's at pd085 on insta and i'm at lynch 27 on twitter throw those at us there and we're going to compile a list and, and probably narrow it down to six beers that we will try and see if we remember what we used to think about it and how it's changed yeah Maybe it hasn't changed. Maybe, Maybe some hasn't. of them are exactly the same as they were and our palettes have changed or whatever. That's going to be a tasting room, a tasting room episode coming up in next week or, or in a couple of weeks. So uh, also still have to do the Oregon city episode, which we've been teasing for like two months, but that is ready to go. When we both have a chance to do it, both of us have been very busy on weekends. So si, it's senor. not been as available for us. So that's going to be coming up the next few weeks. We appreciate you listening. Remember wherever you find us, subscribe, rate review. It really does help. And, uh, Keep an eye out for a YouTube channel in the near future as we will be posting videos of the podcast as well. We'll see you next week. Traces.